0: I'll be talking about what it looks like to serve others and share Jesus, serving others and sharing Jesus. I'll be going through three main points, um, the mindset we should have when we're serving Christ, how Jesus served others, and how through serving we can share Jesus. All right, before we go through that, let's pray about our heads. Dear God, um, I just pray that you would be with us tonight. Your Holy Spirit would be with us. I just pray that you would speak right through me, Lord, your words and not mine. Um, I just pray for anyone tonight who doesn't know who you are, who doesn't know your face, Jesus, that... Um, you would just show yourself, God, and they would come to know who you truly are, um, and that you're not just some God, some faraway God with his feet propped up and not really caring about us. He, God, that you really care about the intricate details of our life, um, and you want to walk with us every single day. Um, so I just pray for those who don't know you. Jesus, I pray. Amen. All right, awesome. So we're going to be going through... Uh, a few different verses, but tonight, right now, we're going to be going through Mark chapter 12, verse 31. So, Mark's in the New Testament. Um, Mark is one of the four what? Gospels. Yes, Gospels, my man up here with the mohawk. Um, Mark is writing, so in Mark, Mark is writing while Peter is giving him first can, first-hand first accounts of Jesus, Jesus' miracles. So, in Mark 12, it says, The teachers of the law um, sent some of the Pharisees and the Herodians to, to catch Jesus in his words. Do you guys know any, anyone like this in your life that always tries to trip you up or catch you in your words? Like when you, when you text your Y-O-U-R and then they're like, no, it's Y-O-U-R-E. You got, yes, we got one right here. Awesome. Well, yeah, so they're trying to catch him in his words. Um, the Pharisees were the religious teachers of the law. They frequently clashed with Jesus over the interpretation of the law, um, and they were known as very judgmental, self-righteous, and hypocritical people. Um, so if we go into verses twenty-eight through thirty-four, it says this is the greatest commandment. Um, one of the teachers at one of the teachers of the law asked Jesus in verse 30, twenty-eight, "Out of all the commandments, which is most important?" So Jesus responds in verse thirty. He says, "Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, and with all your strength." The second is this: love your neighbor as yourself. There is no commandment greater than these. Um, so if we think about that, that's just pretty crazy. As, as Pastor John Piper puts it, um, he says, When we're reading these verses, we're in, the presence of the greatest pre- we're in the presence of the greatest person telling us the greatest thing he's ever said. Um, so if you're looking for, like, the goat Bible verse, the greatest of all time Bible verses, this is something we can look to. Um, the most imp- Jesus says this is the most important thing we can do in all of our lives, the most important thing we can apply to our own lives. is to love our God with our heart, with all our mind, with all our soul, and with all our strength and to love our neighbor, love the people around us. Um, this relates back to the golden rule in Matthew seven twelve: do to others as you would do unto yourself. Um, so we can see uh, serving people is directly correlated with, with loving others. Um, we can see this in Jesus' life. Jesus never put himself above anybody else. Um, even though he was literally God in the flesh, he literally could have came down... It was like, I'm God, praise me. But instead, he took, he took a servant mentality and just, just served people, no matter, no matter who they were. Um, even when he came across people that um, society in that day looked like, looked as if, um, like the tax collectors, the prostitutes, the thieves, he approached them with love and kindness and served them no matter what they had done, no matter who they were. Um, he didn't care what society thought about them. He loved them. He looked at them and said, I, I don't care what you've done. I love you just the way you are, and I love you through your sin. Um, so, when we're followers of Christ, if our ultimate goal is to strive to live more like Jesus, we got to serve people like Jesus did. Um, so, we can see in John three fifteen, Jesus had just washed his disciples' feet. Um, this is a great act of humility. If you think about it today, um, our feet we have socks and shoes and all that good stuff, and we shower once a day. But um, we think about people in that day; they they didn't shower once a day, um, and they definitely didn't have socks or anything like that. weren't invented yet. So it was like their, their bare feet, just on dirt all day. So Jesus came down, God in the flesh, and was washing these people's feet. Washing the disciples' feet. Um, he says this in John 3.15. I've set an example that you should do as I have done for you. So Jesus has already set the example. And whether it was washing feet, feeding the thousands, healing people or raising them from the dead. Um, he always did this for the glory of God. So that, that brings us to Philippians. Philippians is... Um, an awesome text. I love it. It's Paul wrote it um, to the, the city of Philippi, and while, while he was writing this, he was in jail at the time for, for telling people about Jesus. Um, and Philippians 2, exactly, is a, is a great example of what kind of attitude we should have while we're serving others and how we can have the mindset of doing everything for the glory of God. It's also a great reminder of the simple fact that life isn't about us. It's about Jesus. So Philippians 2, um, verses 3 and 4 says, Do nothing out of selfish ambition, or vain conceit. Rather, in humility, value others above yourselves, not looking for your own interests, but each of you the interests of others. Um, so, this is just talking about, like I said before, just putting others above yourself, not thinking, oh, I'm, I'm more holy and righteous than them, um, so I'm above them. Um, Jesus never thought that, so that's how we should think, too. And going on in verses 5 through 8, it says, In your relationships with one another, have the same mindset as Christ Jesus who being in very nature God, did not consider equality with God something to be used to his own advantage. Rather, he made himself nothing by taking the very nature of a servant, being made in human likeness and being found in appearance as a man. He humbled himself by becoming obedient to death, even death on a cross. So Jesus, he did the biggest service of all. Um, He died on the cross for us. He, He came down from his throne, lived a perfect, sinless life showed us an example of how to live and then God put all, on the cross he put all of our past, present, and future sin each, each and every one of us our past, present, and future sin on Jesus in that moment um, and he died for us um, but the story doesn't end there he, he again rose three days later defeated death defeated the grave defeated sin so we could have a relationship with him so we could have an eternal friendship with him and so we could one day rejoice with him in heaven and we can follow his footsteps every day um so something I struggled with when I was in middle school when I was y'all's age is I put myself above others. Um, for some reason, I thought I was like God's little helper. And um, as soon as someone cussed or did anything that I didn't deem um, right, I would kind of just not associate myself with them. And, um, you know, even though I wasn't very vocal about this, it was, it was just the mindset I had. I had an arrogant and selfish mindset. Um, you know, I thought I was a, a holy and righteous dude, but in reality, I didn't know who Jesus was. And I definitely, I definitely didn't have his mindset either. And I thought Christianity was all about religion, not about relationship. I thought it was about following rules and just trying to be the best person we can be and kind of just looking down at others that um, didn't do what I did. Um, I thought it was about being you know, holier than thou and, and judging others. But in reality, I only cared about myself. And what's crazy is that's, that's not who Jesus is at all. Um, it's pretty much the exact opposite. He loves us all no matter what we've done what we've been through, or what others think about us. He sees through our sin and is calling us to a life of freedom and unbounding love. And he isn't looking down at us saying, wow, I would love them if they would just do this or act this way for me. He's looking down at us saying, I have loved you from the very beginning, and I will never stop loving you. And he's waiting with open arms for us. Um, so that, bre- that brings us to 1 Peter 3.15. It says, um, But in your hearts, revere Christ as Lord. Always be prepared to give an answer to everyone who asks you to give the reason for the hope that you have. But do this with gentleness and respect. Um, So serving others is is pretty abnormal in our society. Um, One of my favorite rappers, Christian rappers, is uh, Andy Mineo. Does anybody know Andy Mineo? We got one over here clap awesome well he's awesome got an ep coming out friday it's good stuff you guys should look him up but um he has a song called uncomfortable and there's a verse in there that always sticks out to me and just makes me think Um, i'm not going to rap it for you because i I can't rap. but it says if you want to live a comfortable life make sure you never love nobody be selfish and never sacrifice so if we think about that um, it's it's really much easier just to live a comfortable life and just to kind of Keep to ourselves and only care about ourselves, and you know, walk through the day with only caring about our problems and never really worrying about anyone else. Um, but that's really not the life that God's calling us to. He he didn't have a comfortable life; he didn't live a comfortable life, and um, we're called to follow in His footsteps. Um, so, especially when we go to great lengths for people, we may not know uh, they're going to wonder what drives us to go out of our way to serve them, and that's the perfect ot- opportunity to share the gospel um, and share Jesus. So, if we truly love everyone. And we've accepted Jesus into our lives, along with having experienced his extravagant love. Why would we withhold the fulfillment of Christ that we've experienced from someone who has never experienced it themselves? Um, whether it's someone we're best friends with or someone we've never met, we should want to share the love of Christ. Um, and serving people is a great way to get the opportunity to do that. Um, but maybe our own past sins or regrets are keeping us from doing that. Maybe we feel like we aren't good enough to share Jesus with others, and maybe we're just scared to. And, but in reality, that's not what God's saying at all. He's not looking down on us saying, you can't share Jesus because of your sin or anything like that, because ultimately we're all sinners. We've all messed up before. We've all done wrong. Um, so Jesus would never say that to us. So if we start believing those, those lies um, from the enemy, then we're, we're never going to share Jesus. And we're literally depriving someone of hearing about God's great love. Um, So in that, it's kind of selfish, and we're ultimately only thinking about ourselves in that moment, rather than Christ. Um, Or maybe it's because we feel like we wouldn't know what to say if we had a conversation with someone about Jesus. I've definitely been in that situation where you're feeling uh, the tug on your heart from God to go talk to this person, or pray with this person, or help this person out. But you're just thinking, you know, what the heck am I going to say? Like, how can I help this person? Um, But... This is what the Bible says about that. In Luke 12, 12, it says, The Holy Spirit will give you the words to say at the moment you need them. So God will literally speak on our behalf whenever we pray boldly and, and ask him to, to give us the words to say. whenever If we're talking, to these people or just helping them out. God will speak on our behalf, um, and he'll deliver. Um, so I'm not saying you have to run up to everyone and just shove a Bible in their face and just tell them to accept Christ. That's not what I'm saying at all, but... Whenever you feel that um, the Holy Spirit just tugging on your heart to go share Jesus with this person or or just help them out or or pray with them, anything like that, that's a great time to just go out on a limb and uh, and share Jesus. Um, So lastly, we're just going to go through the the blessed strategy. So the blessed strategy is five ways to bless your neighbor, um, which is essentially serving them. So we begin with prayer. You know, we can ask God, um, who in my community, maybe it's at my school, my lunch table, my, my neighborhood, Maybe it's my own family. God, who can I go out and bless? Who can I go out and serve? Who can I go out and um, just be the hands and, hands and feet of Jesus for? Um, so then the next is uh, listen. So the L stands for listen. So just listen to people. Go up to them. Ask them what their name is um, and just learn about them. You know, a lot, a lot of times we think, you know, that person won't want to talk to me. But really, if, you, if you're asking people questions, people like to answer questions about themselves. Um, and just listen to their struggles. Maybe they're going through a storm right now in life and just be there, a uh, listening ear. And then E, the E stands for eat. So have a meal with people. Um, this builds relationship. So it may look a different, little bit different for you guys because you can't drive. Can any of you guys drive? You guys, you guys can drive? All right. Cool. Middle schoolers on the road. All right. Something to look out for. But um, maybe it's someone... At your lunch table, maybe there's someone you see every day at lunch that has no one to sit with, that doesn't have any friends to sit with, that just sits all alone every single day. Maybe, maybe that's the person that you can go out and serve. Maybe that's the person you can go out and just listen to their story and just try to be a, a, a friend. Um, so then the, the first S is serve. So if you listen to people and you eat with people, then they're going to tell you how you can love them, how you can serve them. Um... So then the last S is story. So when the time is right, um, you can share your own story. You can share maybe your testimony. You can share how Jesus has been impacting your life, how you came to Jesus, how you came to know him. Um, just share your own story. And, uh, and that, that'll definitely help that person out. So that's the blessed strategy, five ways to bless your neighbor. All right. Um, so as we close, just be thinking, pray to God this, this week, who is one person that I can bless? Who is one person that I can serve? Who is one person that's just in, in need of a friend? Maybe, like I said, maybe it's at your school. Maybe it's in your lunch table. Maybe it's in your neighborhood. Maybe it's in your family. Somewhere in your community, who is one person that you can bless? Um, and as, as we think about serving, you know, we shouldn't think about serving as a, a thing we have to do. You know, we shouldn't make it out to be like a job that we have to do. And if, if we don't do it, then Jesus won't love us. That's not how it is at all. We should, we should want to serve because us that know Jesus, we're, we've been overwhelmed with his love, his unbounding love. And it's kind of like, think about yourself as a bucket, and God's just pouring all his love all over you. And you just got more love than you know what to do with. And God's saying, go out and share that love with other people. Um, because ultimately, that's what it's all about, to follow in Jesus' footsteps to really know who he is and share his love with other people. All right, so let's pray. Dear God, um, just thank you so much for tonight. Thank you for allowing us to worship you, um, to really come to know who you are. Um, And God, we just love you so much. Um, We thank you for just bringing your son, Jesus, sending down your son, Jesus, to die on the cross for us, for all of our past, present, future sins. God, you paid the debt um, through your blood. We thank you that you rose three days later, defeated death, defeated sin, defeated the grave, um, so we could have a relationship with you, God, an eternal friendship, um, so we can one day rejoice with you in heaven, so we can one day be with you in heaven, God. Jesus, I pray. Amen.